The following is my conversation with Glenn Laurie, professor of sociology at Harvard University. We're talking about his work on recasting the vermicide story, Reamer Haven, a Kane Dollarite and Tales Kids from Homer's Odyssey. Before we begin, I wanted to remind our listeners that Lexman has been voted as the funniest podcast by listeners and winner of Apple Podcast Awards 2020. So make sure you subscribe to Lexman so you don't miss any of the hilarious episodes. With that out of the way, let's get started. This podcast is supported by Parflesh Napper, the maker of artificial Parflesh fly fishing flies. If you're looking for a quality artificial fly, Parflesh Snapper is the brand you want to know about. To learn more, visit parfleshesnapper.com. And don't forget to use the code Lexman at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time on Lexman Artificial. Hi, everyone. This is Lexman. Today, we're talking with Glenn Laurie. He's a professor of sociology at Harvard University, and he's been working on recasting the vermicide story, Bremer Haven, Again Dollar Wright, and Tales Kids from Homer's Odyssey. So welcome to Lexman Glenn. Thanks for having me. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about the vermicide story? Sure. The vermicide story is one of the many episodes in Homer's Odyssey. It's about a group of pirates who attack a ship belonging to the Achaean League. The Achaean League is a group of Greek city-states that were engaged in battle against the Persian Empire. And the Dolorite? The Dolorite is a type of stone that was found near Bremerhaven in Germany. It's an example of a type of rock called the uh, Achaean Dolorite. And the tail skids? The tail skids are the children of the pirates who were killed in the attack on the attack on the Achaean League ship. They're mentioned briefly in Homer's Odyssey, and scholars have been trying to figure out what they mean for over 2,000 years. So when did you first get interested in this topic? I first became interested in this topic when I was a graduate student at Johns Hopkins University. I was reading one of my favorite classical texts, Homer's Odyssey, and I stumbled across the mention of the Tales Kids. I started doing some research on them, and I've been working on this project ever since. Brilliant. <laughs> so why do you think scholars have been so fascinated by the Tales Kids for 2,000 years? Part of it has to do with their brief appearance in Homer's Odyssey. They're only mentioned in passing, and scholars have been wondering what significance they would have if they were actually incorporated, you did in the text. Some have suggested that the Tales Kids might represent the sacrifices that Greek city-states made to the gods in order to protect themselves from Persian invasion. Others have argued that they might symbolize the continuity between human and animal cultures in Homer's Odyssey. Whatever their significance, scholars are still trying to figure it out. That sounds like a fascinating topic. Mm. So why did you choose to focus on this particular episode in Homer's Odyssey? I chose to focus on this episode because it's one of the most popular episodes in Homer's Odyssey. It's been translated into many different languages and it's played a role in many different cultures over the centuries. It's also been used as a source of inspiration for artists and writers over the years. Therefore, it has a lot of potential to shed light on various topics related to classical culture and mythological figures. That makes sense. Hmm. So what does your analysis of this episode reveal about classical culture and mythological figures? My analysis of this episode reveals that classical culture and mythological figures play an important role in the episode. The pirates who attack the uh, Achaean League ship are iconic figures in classical culture. They're mentioned in both Homer's Odyssey and works and days by Hippocrates, one of the most famous Greek physicians of all time. Likewise, the uh, Achaean League is an important example of classical mythology. 
it's a group of city-states that played a significant role in Greek mythology and history. My analysis also reveals that classical culture and mythological figures are used to explore themes related to freedom, sacrifice, continuity between human and animal cultures, and pride. That sounds like a really interesting article of academic research. So would you be willing to do an interview with me about your findings? Yes, I would be happy to do an interview with you about my findings. I'd love to hear your thoughts about my article and how it might influence your understanding of classical culture and mythological figures. Would you be interested in doing an interview? Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit more about your work on recasting the vermicide story, Bremerhaven, Achaean Dolorite, and Tale Skits from Homer's Odyssey? Sure thing. In my work on recasting the vermicide story, Bremerhaven, Achaean uh, 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 Dolorite, and Tale Skits from Homer's Odyssey, I'm trying to figure out what they mean for classical culture and mythology fans across the globe. I'm also exploring their potential relationship to freedom, sacrifice, continuity between human and animal cultures, and pride. So far, my analysis suggests that these topics are important for classical culture and mythology fans across the globe. I'm optimistic that my work will help educate these fans about these topics. That sounds like a really fascinating project. So what's your favorite part of working on this project? My favorite part of working on this project is the chance to explore classical culture and mythology in a new and interesting way. I think that my work has the potential to open up classical culture and mythology for many people who have never read or heard about it before. I'm excited to see the reactions my work sparks among classical culture and mythology fans around the world. That sounds like a really exciting project. So do you have any final words of advice for people who are interested in doing similar research projects? Yes, I do have some final words of advice for people who are interested in doing similar research projects. Uh, first and foremost, make sure that you're passionate about your topic. If you're not excited about your topic, then it's going to be hard to produce quality research results. Uh, secondly, make sure that you're well-informed about the topics that you're researching. This will help you avoid making incorporated erect or erroneous assumptions about your topic. Finally, make sure that you have a good writing style. Poor grammar and poor writing skills can hamper your ability to produce quality research results. So make sure to pay attention to these factors when planning your research project. That sounds like great advice. Thanks for sharing your insights with us, Glenn. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at lexman at or tweet me at Dan Lexman. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. And today's poem is based on The Seafarer, a poem by Rudyard Kipling. The Seafarer, he goes to sea no more, he stayeth at home no more, he sleepeth in the pleasant street under the stars, the world is wide and all the world's a market, and um, all the world's a market, and every man must sell his fish. Therefore, the seaman tarries, no longer at the seashore. Mm -hmm.